Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. I'd like to encourage everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners worldwide. Please do me a favor. Hit that like button and share this video podcast with your friends, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. It's free. Help make this video podcast go viral by posting this link to your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and or on your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms. Audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. On my YouTube channel, you can watch my latest video podcast. I provide direct links to our virtual store, my Amazon author page, our PayPal page, my Medium page, and our GoFundMe page under the About section. We look forward to having you on board with this, with us as we embrace upon this exciting project. If you are listening to this audio podcast on Anchor, just click on the YouTube icon to connect with my YouTube channel. In order to follow along with my presentation, I strongly recommend everyone on my Facebook friends list exchange emails with me so that I can email you everything I do online. I encourage all of my listeners to follow me on my Medium page. This is where I post my transcript so that you can read my full speech word for word or click on the audio version to hear my speech. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I give black authors and, and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services, all for free. I am not interested in writing and publishing more books, but rather producing quality black empowerment films and creating successful black businesses. I am not online to beg for donations. I want to exchange something of value. My thing is, if I am doing, going to ask for something, then I'm going to have a product or service behind it, like my revised book or my virtual store. This video podcast is an extension of the grassroots community activist movement. Over here, we promote critical thinking while discussing social issues throughout the diaspora and on the African continent until the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago materialize. It's my hope through this podcast and through my social groups, I can connect with other like-minded black people, African people, 
Afro-Caribbean people, Afro-Brazilian people, and others who will work with me directly in turning my vision and plan for Black America and Africa into a reality. Once we get this film project fully funded and made and get our Christian business up and running, then I would love to invite many of you to Chicago, Illinois to speak or preach during our live events. Through the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, we will help pay for your travel and hotel expenses depending on our budget and sponsorship. We will also compensate you for your time and talent. Please mark your calendar for Saturday, February 25th, 2023. I would like to personally invite everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners from around the globe to participate in our next Facebook Live event. Theme, Battle for Africa. Time, 2 p.m. through 4 p.m. American Central Time. 3 p.m. Canadian Time. 8 p.m. West African Time. 9 p.m. South African Time. 10 p.m. East African Time. And 8 p.m. UK Time. Purpose, to educate black people African immigrants, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Brazilians, and others who are serious about solving black issues in America, solving American, African issues on the continent and throughout the diaspora, as well as to raise funds for our film project, quote, Hood Liberator, Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. We're using a spiritual perspective about solving these social issues in this day and age. If you would like to be on the the panel just sent me a message to my Facebook inbox for additional information. This time I would use my smartphone and my laptop to host my virtual conference through Facebook Live. If you believe you won't be able to participate, no worries, then please share my Facebook Live event page with all of your friends on all of the social media you are on and leave a public comment about the topic on my YouTube page and on my Facebook page. This will help get the ball rolling. Gurkham is much more than me trying to just sell a book. Gurkham is a new is the new civil rights movement 2.0. Over here, our goal is to promote black economic empowerment and to solve social issues through technology in the 21st century. We're offering an experience. We will host our virtual conference every last Saturday of the month until we are able to raise $200,000 in order for me to hire a production company along with a graphic designer who will create a movie trailer and movie poster for our film project. I will seek an additional 300000 to make sure we make a quality black environment film. I will hire an assistant director and assistant producer along with a film crew. In addition, I plan on hiring an information technologist to create a streaming service where we can show all of our future films there. I created a GoFundMe page last April as a crowdfunding source so that everyone knows exactly where the funds will be going. We will be using our GoFundMe page as an indicator of our progress. So far, out of 1,660 people on my Facebook friends list, only three people have donated to our film project. And this is why it's taken me so long to get things done. I have 330 subscribers on my YouTube page, but 
If you look under the About section, it says I have 11,616 views. I am encouraging everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone on my in my social groups, and all of my listeners from around the globe. Please subscribe to my YouTube page and share my page with all of your friends on all of the social media you are on. And leave a public comment about the about the topic in the comment section on my YouTube page and on my Facebook page. This will help get the ball rolling. Those of you who will donate to our film project through our GoFundMe page and display your name and the amount you are contributing, we will mention you in our film credits. In addition, everyone who contributes to our film project will earn cool points to our future live events at Gurkai of Chicago to sh to show our appreciation. The best thing is that we will own the property and host unlimited events as, as we want. We want you will reach out to black-owned food vendors and caterers to give them shine for their business. We will be community-oriented. I also encourage everyone on my friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners worldwide to help me get my revised book on the bestsellers list, so that way the world would take our cause serious. This is 100% grassroots. We are not getting any funding from the government or major corporation because our focus is on strengthening the black family while improving the African-American community, starting in Chicago. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast. This is called Side A. After I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time either by voice call, by clicking on the phone icon, or by video call, by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic of discussion, the history between black voters and American politics. Here are some historical facts I would like to share with you. The black vote has always played an important role in presidential elections. In 1865, President Abraham Lincoln ended American slavery. Black Americans showed their appreciation towards the Republican Party by voting for them. In 1932, blacks in the North began to shift towards Democrat President Franklin D. Roosevelt due to the Great Depression. Black Americans on a local and state level still voted Republican because of racism in the Democrat Party who were pro-segregationists. The question remains, what sparked black people in America to consider turning away from the Republican Party to the Democrat Party? After the assassination of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., for one week, cities across the United States of America was on fire because our grandparents had enough of being abused and mistreated in this country. President Lyndon B. Johnson passed the Civil Rights Bill in 1968. After that, many black Americans left the Republican Party and joined ranks with the Democrats. As I stated in my revised book, Quote, the, the solution for black America, reclaiming, rebuilding, and restoring the urban ghettos in America, second edition. The white supremacist financial elites created both political parties as a way 
to give the illusion that Americans have a, ch have a choice. They decide from the get-go what person will be on the ticket in the electoral college. Black people are the only group who have to have our voting rights reviewed every 25 years. We are the only group that have to endure gerrymandering from both political parties. Black people are the only group who believe that racism is a thing of the past, no matter the facts. As I stated time and time again, the downfall of black America will be this willing lynch mentality within black, black society unless we confront it head on and stop passing it down to the next generation. This is why I am on this planet to help my people that want my assistance. I can't do this alone. This is why I am trying to build a black institution that will take the lead in solving our social issues starting in Chicago. I am not doing all of this for my health. If black America continue to ignore my vision and plan, then our children will end up paying the price. They're already experiencing unnecessary casualties. My question to my listeners, people on my Facebook friends list and people in my social groups, how many more of our people have to die before you will embrace my vision and plan? So many of our people have become Americanized, meaning they can care less about the community or helping the black youth. They have embraced cultural assimilation and social integration. Our goal this year is to get our film project fully funded so that we can get it into production. The film project will help get our story out to the black masses and once the proceeds from the film start pouring in then I will be in a better position to do all the things that I've been talking about on Facebook for the past 19 years. We need to expose who is preventing the resources from flowing into our communities, ladies and gentlemen. We have too many off-code Negroes running interference for the white supremacist financial elites and will harm or kill us in a heartbeat for Massa. If we are going to remain in America, then we must pull our resources together, just like they did during Black Wall Street, and we must gatekeep our culture. We are going to have to build Gracchio Chicago. It's either now or never. This organization is for black people, African immigrants, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Brazilians, continental Africans, and others. We are independent, we're nonpartisan, and we're not, a, not affiliated with anyone. Our first line of business is to get our film project fully funded and made. Also help get my revised book on the bestsellers list so that the world would take our cause serious. If I am unable to get this Christian business up and running in America, then I am unable to come to Africa. Getting back to the topic, the mainstream media scared black people in 2020 to get Trump out of office. I warned my listeners and my group members to demand tangibles from both political parties. Black America voted for Joe Biden and the Democrats in mass. And now look at the mess we are in. The Biden administration is 
prioritizing illegal Latino immigrants over black citizens who voted them into power. The white supremacist financial elites are pricing black people out of major cities across the United States of America. Let me ask my listeners, what did Bill Clinton, a Democrat, do to harm the African-American community? Please leave your answer in the comment section below this video podcast. The answer, he signed the 1994 crime bill. He also made it a law to not allow a felon to live in public housing. He also made it a law to jail people who did not pay child support. This gave rise to mass incarceration. Truth be told, I don't believe no one should have to go to jail for child support. That's a civil issue, not a criminal issue. But this is how politicians expand the prison industrial complex by incentivizing states to build more prisons. During the crack epidemic, everyone who had a crack pipe or any residue on them, the the police could hit them with possession, even as a user. The police department across the country created special units to enter black people's homes and arrest them on the spot for drug possession. Today, the white community is dealing with a fentanyl problem. Now, all of, a, all of a sudden, it's not a crime, it's a health issue. See the double standard? We have a track record of how the Democrats have mistreated black people and taken our vote for granted. Obama, the first black president, did more for the Latino community by giving them DACA. He also helped pass gay marriage and protect, protection for the LGBT community. He also gave black people symbolism, my brother's keeper, and that that was for black and brown males. I admit, I voted for Obama twice in good faith, and he disappointed me big time, especially with his involvement with Libya. Libya was not in the condition that it is now, when it was under um, Omar Gaddafi. Gaddafi wanted to unite African nations under one currency. He also wanted Africa to have its own satellite for communication purposes instead of them paying $500 million a year to the Western nations. AFRICOM was created under the Obama administration. It's a military wing on the African continent. Another issue I had with Obama is he tried to impose the LGBT agenda in Kenya. I provide an article about it entitled, quote, Kenyatta Clash on Gay Rights in in Kenya, unquote. For more detail, just go to my medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove. America can't tell a sovereign nation what's good and what's bad for, for them in their own culture. You will never see an African nation coming to America imposing their culture on, on them. See the double standard? What has the Biden administration done specifically for black people? The Biden administration has given the Asian community a anti-Asian hate crime bill. They 
have given resources to non-citizens such as Afghan refugees, illegal Latino immigrants, and Ukrainian refugees. The Biden administration is allowing illegal Latino immigrants into America, but not black Asians. They are immediately deported back to, ha to Haiti. Chicago is one of the most racially polar polarized cities in America. Ask me how do I know? Because I live here. For example, Mayor, Lo Mayor Lori Lightfoot is ignoring black residents on the south side of Chicago who don't want illegal Latino immigrants taking basic resources from their community. I provide a video clip from Fox News entitled, quote, Chicago residents attempt to block migrants from moving into former Woodlawn School, unquote. You can watch or read the full article on my medium transcript under show and prove. Notice, these career politicians are not dumping these immigrants in the affluent white community. My question is, why this elementary school is not being used for the local residents? The white supremacist financial elites want to convert the school into a shelter for non-citizens. Notice how they can instantly transform this school without legislation, without a study, without a commission, and without a committee. They did not need a vote. All of the things they tell us we need in order to get things done for us. See the double standard. So understand, all of this is done by design. This is government policy in action. Illegal Latino immigrants are the buffer class. They are encouraged to break the law because they have access to sanctuary cities. My question is why they don't drop them into the Latino community? Because the agenda is to displace the black population. Chicago is a sanctuary city. They get free medical care and resources, but when black people demand reparations from the United States government and an anti-black hate crime bill, then all of a sudden it's a problem. See the double standard. Well, Emmanuel, explain why are they doing all of this now? Because they understand that many of us are woke and we have technology on our side to help expand our viewpoints. They don't have that reliable black baby boomer generation like they once did in the past. We are demanding something for our vote. Joe Biden, former pro-segregationist, is behind this. That tells you what this is all about. These politicians are not checking who these people are crossing the border, which jeopardize our safety. Just in the last three years, there have been millions of illegal Latino immigrants allowed in America. The agenda is to de destabilize the black population. I've been talking about this on Facebook for 19 years, and now my prophecy is coming to pass. The reason why people vote is to obtain benefits for, for themselves and their group. You don't vote for symbolism. You vote because voting and politics are used to divide up the resources. Again, this is black 
voters' fault for not heeding my warning during the 2020 election. These off-code Negroes, basically the black baby boomers, are making it hard for us to live here in America because they keep voting against our interests. I notice a lot of black groups are using our term, off-code, yet they have no idea what the code is. Members of the grassroots community activist movement know firsthand what the code is. It is all the principles I have written in my revised book. My revised book is the foundation of my Christian business. I don't operate like the next black man. I have my own style and way of doing things. Over here, we separate ourselves from the enemy within, which which are sellouts, degenerates, hardened criminals, urban terrorists, the black boule, pedophiles, and off-code Negroes. The white supremacist financial elites are targeting black neighborhoods. I found an article entitled, quote, All Minnesotans Deserve This, unquote. Minnesota House passed driver's, driver's license bill. According to this article, Minnesota, Minnesotans passed a bill uh, to allow non-citizens to apply for a Minnesota driver's license. When black people start empowering ourselves and when there is a large black population, then the law becomes more harsh. For example, when Ronald Reagan got elected as governor of California in 1966, the Black Panthers went to the state house in protest of police brutality and the Panther Bill. The NRA and Ronald Reagan all of a, of, all of a sudden were opposed to the Second Amendment as it pertains to black people. He signed the Warfare Act, which was aimed at disarming the Black Panthers who were patrolling their neighborhood against rogue cops. When Ray, Ronald Reagan became president of the United States of America, he passed the first Amnesty Act, also called the Immigration Reform Act, in 1986. Reagan conservatism was against the Second Amendment as it pertains to black people empowering themselves and his immigration bill was in favor of illegal Latino immigrants because in time they would neutralize the black vote. I'm giving you all a historical perspective. This history is repeating itself because this is governmental policy. To learn more, just read the PDF file entitled, quote, Benign Neglect or on Race, is proposed by Daniel P. Monahan to President Nixon. And Mandarinum 46 on my medium transcript under show and prove. This is why it's essential for black America to embrace my vision and plan because through Kakao Chicago, we will teach our members and students how we can obtain generational wealth. Generational wealth will ensure the next generation will have access to resources from the business. There's a reason why these topics don't get addressed on many black platforms. That's because they are dependent on getting funding from the oppressive class. 
We get our support from the Black Grassroots and the Global African Family. The purpose of this video podcast is to connect with other like-minded Black people, African immigrants, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Brazilians, Continental Africans, and others to have a safe space where we can discuss social issues that are affecting us without being controlled by a political party. Having reliable information is critical in this day and age. I want to thank everyone who have contributed to our film project or who have purchased my revised book or who have made a a direct donation to our PayPal page or those of you who have brought items from our virtual store. Thank you for your support. You can find all of the links in the comment section below this video podcast. This video podcast is the hub for all my supporters worldwide. Speaking about social justice and black economic empowerment isn't tolerated by the dominant society. The deplatforming and social media shutdowns are strategies used to keep our voice mute. This podcast is for constructive educational purpose so that we can have a space to vent and heal as a collective. I am doing my best to move Gracam from behind the computer, but it takes a team to make a dream work. I've done my part in trying to get my message out through out there through my revised book, my blog postings, my online groups, my virtual store, and now my future film project. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I need y'all to keep this in mind. Just say it with me. Not another 31 years. Not another 31 years. Not another 31 years. If it was up to me, everybody that's on my friends list, everybody that's in my social groups would donate to this film project, share my um, video podcast, and help get my revised book on that bestsellers list so that way we can move forward. The ball is in your court. I can't do everything. I'm grateful to have this opportunity to use this um, online platform. I'm promoting my vision this way because a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of um, people here in Chicago, a lot of black people in Chicago, they just tell me they're not interested. And look at all this mess that we're going through. So this is why I'm reaching out to our global African family. Because it's very important that they work with me and help get this film project fully funded. Because once we get this organization up and running here in Chicago, mark my words, everybody is going to want to be a part of this then. But like I said many times before, ain't nothing changing on my end. Everybody's going to get checked at that front door. We're going to hold mandatory orientations. People are going to have to uh, pass our criminal background check and submit their thumbprint. Because I'm going to up and up with people. And for those who are small-minded that think that this could be a scam and all that stuff, 
If you feel that way, then please delete me off your friends list because all you're doing is taking up space. I want people on here that's serious about trying to help our youth because they're the ones that's affected by all of this stuff and it's going to get worse for them. All I'm trying to do is get this organization up and running here in the city of Chicago so that way we can give black parents an opportunity to have options to visit the, the motherland. And when we go to Africa, we're not just going to Africa to just for like a visit, to, um, you know, like a vacation. We're going to meet people from my uh, African group called Gurkai of Africa. So all of you that's in Burkina of Africa, I need you all to step up. I know that you're living from hand to mouth on the continent. But what you can do, you can still share my video podcast. You can still leave comments about the topic. That's all I'm asking you to do. Because when we come there, we're going to meet you. You're going to meet me in person. Starting in South Africa. So I need everyone that's on my friends list and everyone that's in my social groups to step up, especially those that's in South Africa, because that's where I'm going to make our second film. Okay, with that being said, I'm going to wait around for about 15 minutes. If I don't hear from anyone, then I'm going to go ahead and just call it a day. Uh, I don't know how many videos I'm going to have to make, but I'm, a, I'm doing my best. I'm doing these videos, again, not for my health, but to reach other like-minded black people, African people, and others that want to uh, solve these social issues rather than sitting up here complaining about the government, the white man, and these career politicians. We're going to take matters in our own hands legally at the grassroots level. But again, you all, it takes capital to start a business. I'm paying out of pocket just for the topic, or sorry, for the title of the business. I want to do more. So, I'm, I'm, so basically, I'm sowing, I'm investing in the future. So with that being said... Um, the phone lines are now open. You can connect with me through Facebook Messenger as a voice call or as a video call. And again, I'll wait around for about 15 minutes. If I don't hear from anyone, then we're going to conclude our podcast for today. Thank you all for listening.